Welcome, True Believer readers, to another episode of Let's Read Spider-Man. And here is the Steve Ditko to my John Romita, my basic friend, Eddie. How are you today, Eddie? <laughs> oh, I'm great. I get to be Steve Ditko today? I'm, I'm thrilled about that. I read that Steve Ditko's drawings are more reminiscent of the past, like in the 40s and stuff. And I know you mentioned how you enjoy uh-huh. Mad Men and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I really, I've really liked John Romita's style so much. I've seen really? Gwen Stacy just really come, in, come in to be, you know, the attractive Gwen Stacy that Peter should be interested in. And I just realized I like that drawing more and more. So. Huh. I, I disagree. I much prefer Steve Ditko's drawings, actually. The close-ups on the faces bother me in John Romita's style. Well, then you've you've nailed it for the intro today, James B. All right, we are, I'm now 1 and 33. Eddie, why don't you tell us which issues we're going to cover? All right, Amazing Spider-Man 55 and 56. Uh, Doc Ock is back. Well, he's still he's been here, and 55 is Doc Ock wins. You ready to hear about it, James B.? I'd love to. All right, we open with Spidey on an intense hunt for Doc Ock. He beats up some of Doc Ock's purple-clad stoolies. Meanwhile, Colonel Jameson is in charge of protecting and moving the nullifier that Daka tried to steal last issue, but a treasonous, shady character informs Daka where and when he will be able to steal the nullifier. Uh, In the meantime, Peter visits Aunt May and is happy to see she is on the men. MJ and Gwen drop by to see Petey while he's there. And now it's time once again for James B.'s feature on Let's Read Spider-Man, The Complicated Lives of Peter Parker's Life. James B., how are the ladies faring? Eddie, things are still insane in the romance (laughs) world. It hasn't been this bad since Betty and Liz back when they had that icy dripping lettering. You know what I'm talking about? I know. I miss that icy dripping lettering. I'm ready for it to come back anytime. Yeah, it's... Real quick, we did this uh, in the last podcast, but we never really talked about it in issue 54 because we only did it for 53. But back in 54, we had a sequence where Peter sees the girls and they're fighting for him in front of two random guys. Peter says, Peter shows up and he says, I'm here to save you from boredom and lethargy or something. And MJ's like, oh, you're getting rid of Gwen? And then Sick until bird. yeah, and then Peter leaves the girls to go see Aunt May's um, border before even comprehending there's a fight, and that fight goes on for like you know multiple lines between the girls back and forth. But um, here in '55, when visiting uh, Aunt May, MJ shows up, and like Peter's thinking he has like a thought bubble, and he's like, "Ugh, she's all I need right now." And then he gives her, like a really weak hello. And he gets her later like a disapproving, can't you be serious? But when Gwen comes up, he's pleasantly surprised to see her. The girls, though, are exchanging like sarcastic attacks like right at each other, like dagger, dagger, dagger. And Peter is way too dumb to notice. But his feelings from what things he says, Eddie, are clearly like, I like Gwen and MJ is a joke. At least through issue 55, it feels that way. I, I completely agree. It His treatment of MJ is surprisingly light and he just doesn't he, he does think she's a joke for sure <laughs> as opposed to Gwen who's he's really excited about seeing but the exchanges between them icy icy lettering may not be enough for them they're so vicious these jabs at each other when Peter's around it's remarkable for sure so what happens in the non-romance part of this issue all right after we get through that 
icy lettering, we cut to Doc Ock enacting a flawless plan, cleanly stealing the nullifier in transit. Colonel Jameson, with an entourage, shows up, tailed by his dad, Ned Leeds, and Joe Robbie. In an effort to prove his ultimate superiority, the evil doctor boastfully heads to Stark Munitions Factory. Uh, He easily overcomes the guards, but Spidey shows up. They duel to a stalemate until Doc Ock turns the nullifier on Spider-Man. It has an unusual effect of causing Spidey to forget who he is. We close with Doc Ock convincing the befuddled Spider-Man that they are working together. What what an ending, James B. I'm sure we're going to talk a lot about the ending because it's what the next issue is all about. But in this particular issue, I was really happy to see John Jameson. I like how they've been using him from just J. Jonah Jameson's son to we need to save him to he's a superhero gone bad to now he's in charge of security of this item. Like the fact that they keep reusing him, I think that's really smart. I also like how... Stanley handles uh, J. Jonah Jameson, Ned Leeds, and Joe Robbie. I like how you call him Joe Robbie now, thank you. And their <laughs> and their relationships with Spider-Man. You can see just in the few panels they appear how they all feel about him. How you know, obviously J. Jonah Jameson's very anti-Spider-Man, and and the other characters are very you know more positive towards him and how they feel about it. Uh, they also stuck in one single panel, I know we, you noticed this as well, that had Harry being awoken at 3 in the morning when uh, J. Jonah Jameson is looking for Peter, and it makes Harry more enraged. And I thought that was so, so perfectly tied in. But all that good stuff, I wanted to mention, I wasn't a big fan of this whole nullifier plot until the payoff at the end when it turns on Spider-Man and uh, you know makes him sort of lose his memory. Until that point, I really didn't even care about what he was trying to steal. Speaking of turning, do you think that Harry's going to turn on Peter in some way? Well, from that one panel and from previous issues, it appears that Harry's had enough of Peter uh, overall. He certainly is angry whenever he refers to him. So I assume he will turn against Peter if he has not already. I mean, we know the history of his dad being the Green Goblin and although Harry doesn't know about it, it you know, things are going to happen. It's just a question of when, well, what, I guess. Yeah, but I wonder what it, what could it be? I, I had mentioned in our last podcast, maybe Harry being angry is going to have something to do with the Goblin, or maybe Harry's going to have to kick Peter out, which is important to the plot line. I just wonder why the writer is saying, I need Harry to be mad at Peter. I was thinking about how many friends Peter has now, it's remarkable how many people and allies, now that we have the introduction of both um, John Jameson and Joe Robbie, I mean, he has allies in every court, you know, every circle that he rolls in. And since Flash is gone, this leaves a void of people who aren't picking on on Peter. And I think that's really why Harry has to start to turn against him, because we're missing that foil that he gets in his social life. Things are just too good for Peter Parker. That's uh. That's really good. I hadn't thought about that. I really, and you bringing that up, which I think is a great point. Um, excellent job. It reminds oh, me a you. little bit of our episode 25 podcast when we covered the movie and we were talking about oh, similarities. Yeah. And in that movie, Harry starts off as his friend and then sort of turns on him as well. Uh, so, you know, the, the, obviously the movie, the movie people had access to these comics and they probably were aware of some things, but I go, oh, yeah, you're right. Harry's not going to always be with Peter. So 
Um, what did you think? I covered things I liked about the issue when I thought about it. What did you think about this issue? Well, I, I agree that the null, nullifier seemed rather silly for a very long time, and kind of Doc Ock's motivation to get it was, it seemed like it was just for money and not for him to like conquer the world. But it turns out, like, I love this ending where Spider-Man loses his memory. It's it's a great twist, and I I don't have any complaints about the nullifier now, particularly when Doc Ock convinces him to convinces him that he's on his side. It's there's just so many great levels to that. So I'm, I'm not complaining. I really like this issue overall. Eddie, do you want to uh, jump in and talk about uh, X, issue 56 now? I'm totally ready. Issue 56, disaster. Spidey is helping Doc Ock get the nullifier into the truck. If you've forgotten, he's lost his memory, everyone. On the drive to Doc Ock's hideout, the nullifier has a problem that can only be solved with a heavily guarded isotope 16. Spidey's amnesia is still confusing him, so he decides his best option is to steal the isotope for Doc Ock from an army base. Can I? Can I? I'm going to interrupt you for a second here. Go ahead. Probably the thing that was most important in issue 55 was that Spider-Man loses his memory and starts working with Doc Ock, and we spent like basically zero minutes (laughs) talking about that. So I think we should just make sure we acknowledge here the nullifier's effect on Spider-Man is to cause him amnesia because of the radioactive blood he has, perhaps? Is that sort yeah, of what you Yeah, that's believe? the explanation of... Yeah, that's the explanation. Okay. All right, so he's a little out of sorts. Okay, all right, you can continue with now. Spider-Man's trying to help steal the nullifier. Got it. All right, so he's helping Doc Ock steal Isotope 16 to fix the nullifier since it's having problems. Uh, meanwhile, Gwen, Harry, Miss Watson, Aunt May, J. Jonah Jameson, Betty Brant, and... Joe Robbie can't find Peter anywhere. Gwen calls her father, a retired captain, helping to find Doc Ock for help. A befuddled Spidey easily steals the isotope from the army base, but leaves a clue as to where Doc Ock's hideout is. With the isotope in hand, Doc Ock decides Spidey is no longer useful and tries to finish him off. While the confused hero fights his arch nemesis, Colonel Jameson shows up with an attachment of well-armed soldiers. He turns the nullifier on Doc Ock and captures him. He says Spidey should turn himself in, but when Spidey won't succumb, he allows him to escape. We end with Spider-Man unable to figure out who he is. This is what I wanted to talk about Amnesia a little bit, because we end again with him totally befuddled, uh, like we did in the previous issue. I like this a lot better. I like Spider-Man not knowing he's Spider-Man more than I like him thinking he has to work with Doc Ock. I thought this ending was, was, was better, but... I don't want to talk too much about this issue because I realize we need to take care of some sponsor business if it's okay with you. All right. Sounds good. All right. We promise we will get back to our discussion on 56. (laughs) Eddie, are you tired of boring holiday gifts like socks and slinkies and pickup sticks? Just in time for Christmas, it's the latest new toy, the Nullifier. It can be a handheld tactical weapon. It can prevent any and all mechanical devices from operating. It will be as effective against pencil sharpeners, toasters, AirPods, cell phones, and yes, even the most sophisticated long-range missile. Don't like that noisy alarm clock? Nullify it. Is this video game too hard? Nullify it. Is the living brain bothering you? Nullify it. Don't like that Instagram post? Nullify it. Credit card bill too high? Nullify it. You can use it on anything. 
Warning, do not use on humans, plants, or animals. Side effects include a thousand needles jabbing at your brain, amnesia, hair loss, wilting, and unconsciousness. Act now during the Black Friday sales and get free delivery within the continental United States. Wow. Everything you need to nullify your problems is only a click away. See our ad on Meta Isotope 60 not included. Eddie, might your daughters enjoy the nullifier instead of a traditional boring holiday gift? So, so wait, the sponsor would like me to give my daughters a gift that contains radioactive isotopes in it? Or <laughs> there's, there's quite a bit of chaos in my household, but that, okay. that would bring... Uh, bring even more <laughs> you can so, null- nullify that chaos eddie nullify it. <laughs> if we both had nullifiers yeah it's fine all right thank you for that sponsor james b you're, you're very welcome i was discussing how i enjoyed that i like peter parker not knowing who he is like who am i like i think that's cool i just didn't like it as much when he was i guess i'm supposed to work with doc Ock. it would have been much better had Doc Ock, of course, convinced Spider-Man in a more convincing way that they were working together. But I also think it showed Doc Ock's total inability to, you know, manipulate people verbally around him. Clearly, he operates only by force, you know, with well, his fist. He 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 does he does convince uh, May Parker whatever he needs to about <laughs> no right doesn't he? He does. It's he true. convinces her. Uh, maybe with his goons, he needs to be more, uh, as you would say, holistic. And then uh, they would take him more seriously. <laughs> well, I, it, it's, it makes poor Aunt May look not so bright. Eddie, did you notice uh, in issue 56, Joe Robbie and his pipe uh, get uh, another two panels? Uh, I noticed he made an appearance uh, for the very unhappy J. Jonah Jameson there. Yeah, and Betty wasn't smiling either. I know you saw Betty smiling last issue. That's as close as you get to a neutral face for Betty. <laughs> um, yeah, J. Jonah Jameson's uh, sort of unhappy. We, had, we really haven't had a lot of J. Jonah Jameson lately, him screaming around. So this was kind of good. So in the first of the three panels with J. Jonah Jameson, he actually says the line, I want that blankety-blank story, and I want it now. And then he's looking for, uh, he asks where Parker is, and they're like, nobody's seen him. And, he's, and he calls him a frosty-faced think um and they're saying like he's a part-time photographer it's like you pay him a salary and then the last panel if you don't mind i'll give you a little bit extra because he really goes off on him and the, the last thing uh, it says is joe robbie who's always the voice of reason says like she's right she's right jj and he's like sure sure she's right he's right everybody's right except for J. Jonah jameson at last the world can see that spider-man is really a crook and i have it one single picture to gloat over it's a communist plot to drive me batty <laughs> It's a communist plot. <laughs> Between the helicopters and the, the communist plots, it's, it's so 1967, right? It is so 1967. <laughs> All right. What did you, uh, anything else you want to say about issue 56? Uh, just that I really, really liked it, actually. It was a really fun issue. I know we talked about the amnesia, but watching Spider-Man kind of grapple with his, you know, body and soul, we could say, against his mind, because his mind's like trying to think through what's going on with him, but his spidey sense and everything in him is like, don't do this. <laughs> and I, I know it seems obvious, like he should be like, oh, I shouldn't be with Doc Ock, but I thought he just got nullified. Like he's allowed to be very confused. So 
I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was like a good balance between being something that could have been, you know, pretty realistic to <laughs> a fantasy. <laughs> All right, and and I didn't feel uh, I didn't I didn't care for this. Uh, you know, maybe on a reread, I might feel differently. I just didn't care for the fact that he was the Doc Ock was able to be so mean to him, and then he still went on with it. And there's so many times the bullets were his thought bubbles were saying things such as. I feel like I should be leaving this map as a clue. I feel like I shouldn't be helping this spine. Why? Why does it feel bad when I'm handing him the nullif- the isotope 16? I thought they were just there was just too much of that. But um, let's let's move on to our next part of our podcast as we're getting near the end. And All that right. That would be the uh, the return of a segment that you didn't want, but we're going to put it back in there, which is called Eddie checks the mail. All right. All right, everyone. Let's fire up the mail here and. James B, we ha- we got one email. Yes, I, it's a little bit of a spoiler because I, I was aware that you had told me we had a ma- a mail, so that's why <laughs> I we... couldn't help it. It was very exciting. All right, so what do we got here? Tell us about it. It appears someone would like to make a guest appearance on our podcast, which for all listeners out there, feel free to write in and we can uh, we can discuss making a guest appearance on the podcast. So yeah. hopefully, James B, we have a guest soon. So to bring this up here, we, we have mentioned in earlier podcasts that if you ever want to appear, uh, boy, we, we must have no, uh, we're just accepting people blindly to our podcast. <laughs> but truthfully, we, we do think that why wouldn't somebody be able to, if you're willing to listen to a Spider-Man podcast, you should be able to, to join us. And what you would need to do is you need to write to us at letsreadspiderman at gmail.com. And then we will provide you with the online link so you could read the issue. And we will also help you with the whole process like we do have a little bit of a script you've heard us sort of occasionally yell at each other when we're not following the script usually it's eddie um but but i also mess up the script and uh we, we'd love to have you participate so for this person who wrote to us we hopefully get our first guest and anybody who's listening would like to join us i mean we do have followers people are downloading these episodes eddie I, people I know are following very exciting yeah so you know now we've talked about the fact I don't write to my podcast people, and when they were requesting, I'm so, terrible about yeah, it. Yeah, so I, I I don't expect everyone to write to us, but you're more than welcome to. And please, hopefully, we're providing you a friendly opportunity. Eddie, yeah, how's it going? Do you have time for a game? Yes, I'm ready for a game. Okay, in this game, there's going to be five questions worth two points each. They're all going to be about the issues that we talked about, um, like today. 55, 56. Okay. 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 They're each going to be on one topic. I'm going to tell you the five topics. Topics are John Jameson, Dr. Octopus, Aunt May, Gwen and Captain Stacy, and Doc Ox Tentacles. Now, again, you can pick the topics that you think you'll do better at. I'm, I'm going to start can... off. Sure. Oh, I'm already ready to pick. Yeah. How about uh, Dr. Octopus? I right. feel like. The Dr. Octopus question. Okay. Here we go. So, Eddie, this question is going to come from issue 55, which we just talked about today. Okay. And Dr. Octopus, you've talked about that he kind of thinks he's all that. You know, he's one of those guys. So, there is a particular panel. It's on page 14, which you're not going to look at. Okay. And he's got some words that are just huge. They're written in super, super bold. I'm going to tell you everything else he says. And your job is to try to figure out the missing bold words, okay? Mm. All right, here we go. Okay. First of all, he says three words, blank, blank, blank. Then he says, my tentacles give me the strength to defeat any living being. 
While my captive nullifier makes me safe from any weapon on earth, now at last, beyond any shadow of doubt, blank, 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 blank. So he's really saying how amazing he is. Right. Gonna, do you remember any of the things that he said? Oh, it's something like, I, I can rule the universe, but I know it's not that. He said, you only have, I to, am give a, me, you only right, have to give me one of them and I'll give you all two points. Okay. All right. I'll go for the first three is I am unstoppable. Um, final answer? Yes. The The correct wording is, I'm supreme, supreme. Oh, man. I am supreme, supreme. What a line. I'm going to give you nothing on that one. Let's just move on. All right, that's fine. Okay. I only need to get six points and anyways. At the end, by the way, he says, now, without, now at last, beyond any shadow of a doubt, the world is mine. Oh, that's right. The world is mine. Yeah. Oh. I thought you'd get that because you're really big on him being a megalomaniac. Yes. Is that the word? Yes. The word? Very good. Yeah, that's okay. exactly what I'd call him. All right. So you still have a chance to get these points. No problem. Topics are John Jameson, Aunt May, Gwen and Captain Stacy, or Doc Ox Tentacles. All right. I'm going for Aunt May. Okay. If it, it's It's got to be fainting or something, right? Okay. So, so this Aunt May question comes from page five of issue... 55 and okay. it's a it's a conversation and i'm going to give you um three of the four bubbles and the missing one is going to be the second bubble and you're going to do your best to explain what was said in the second bubble here we go gosh aunt may you look great peter says something else to her and then she says isn't he a caution anna peter <laughs> parker you're a regular pussy willow what oh did, yeah what did he say Gosh, I, you look great. I, I need to. I'm gonna need to walk with you to keep the sophomores away from you or something. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Great line. Great job. <laughs> Better not visit our campus or all the sophomores will lose their cool. All right. So three topics left: John Jameson, Gwen and Captain Stacy, or Doc Ox Tentacles. Do you need to get two more right to win? You know what? I'm very interested to hear about Doc Ox Tentacles, although I'm fearful. But I'm going for Doc Ox Tentacles. Okay, this is, this, this is going to come from the end, the last page of issue 56. That means we just Ooh. covered it. Okay. Uh -huh. And the topic uh, was Dr. Octanicals. Here's what happens. Uh, John Jameson actually says something, and then there's two more lines, one from John Jameson and one from Doc Ock. If you can just tell me one of those lines, you will get the two points. Here we go. He says, all right, men, take Dr. Octopus into custody. Then he says something else. And then Doc Ock replies. All I can tell you is they both involve his tentacles. Okay, okay. I think I know this. So then he says, put the tentacles into a something, into a safe so they can be, uh, you know, safety locks or whatever. And then Doc Ock says something like, no, don't remove my tentacles from me or something like that. You know, I All right, that's what I'm going to go with. Because... All right, so the line is, Post a 24-hour guard on those mechanical uh, tentacles. And then he says, you can't take them from me. I know my rights. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Which, of course, leads to our discussion all the time that criminals get mine. to keep their costumes. Yeah, I um, keep committing a bunch of crimes. I, Here's your vulture. I feel like <laughs> the fact that you knew it was about the tentacles, I don't think you were very specific on either one. No. Um, no, I, you know what? I was baffled because I was... 
blown away that Doc Ock could remove his tentacles. Let's, I understood them to be permanently secured to him. So. Hey, you got two more topics. Just nail them both. So you have Gwen and Captain Stacy or John Jameson. All right, John Jameson. Okay, this is going to be from page four of issue 55. According to the meeting, uh, Colonel Jameson, he has like what role? How, what, what is his job? Like, what's he doing? Why is Colonel Jameson even here? He, well, he's in charge of safely moving the nullifier Correct. from one location to the next. Yes. Correct. He's in charge of security for the nullifier. Two points. Ooh. All right, All right, so you have four here. points. There's a two-point question left. To win the game, you're going to go to the <laughs> Gwen and Captain Stacy question. Okay. That, that is in issue 56. Okay. Uh, Gwen okay. calls her dad, uh, dad on page eight. Gwen, is anything wrong? He's like, oh, Peter Parker, yes, Ooh. I've heard you mention him. And he says on the phone, well, I wouldn't worry, dear, but I'll check the accident reports if you like. And then what does she say? And then what does he say? You know what? I, I really, I remember what he says, not word for word, but it's something like, uh, what is it? I, you know what? She says something like, it, she wants to sound neutral, but she really is missing Peter like crazy. And then he replies with something that says like, you know, are, it, it, this is not a bland comment. You Are you really missing him or something like that? You know, like in a boyfriend, girlfriend kind of way. I'm gonna give, I don't remember the words. I'm going to give you one point. I give you the half credit. Cause okay. You, I think you've got the gist, but you're but you're kind of missing the, such a big piece of it. But I think you really know. Yes, I like to remember this. The line was, "Thanks, Dad. It would make his aunt feel better." Oh yeah, that's right. And she tries to play it off. And then he says, "Only his aunt, Gwen." <laughs> yes, that's what it was. Because it... <laughs> I, I call that I'll call that a a, a draw. We're gonna just be done with the game now and we'll move on to something okay. else. All right. Uh, I think we only thing we have to cover is a bit of a summary of these issues. I know that we've we've just talked okay. about them, but I'd like to get some bullets here. So now that okay. we've discussed it, I think, and this usually I go and say a bunch of things and you say like one thing at the end, but <laughs> why don't you just give me a bullet and I'll, we'll just alternate and say, what did we learn in these two issues about the world of Peter Parker? A anything at all? Uh, Doc Ock is a very worthy foe of Spider-Man. I think Doc Ock is his arch nemesis. Spidey's still, even though Doc Ock's been captured, Spidey is not recovered from his attack. Uh, we've learned that Colonel Jameson is in a position of power and that Gwen Stacy's dad is also in a position of power. All right, my next one is Peter Parker has a lot of friends and a lot of people who are helping him. Gwen is in, MJ is out, and Harry is out. Spider-Man is mostly considered a menace. I think that's it. Yeah. Well, you, how are we going to close this? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> um, no, you said last. I have. I have you on good authority in the after show from last time. Um, you've mentioned that you just want to say like goodbye, listeners. Just get out. So you want. That could be it. That's what you want All to right. do. Goodbye, listeners. That was terrible. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> we need some kind of close. What are we gonna? All right, all right. I mean, we could do a close. All right. How's here's how we can close this. It's fine. Let's close. Let's close today's issue, Eddie. Let's close today's issue the way that sort of the 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 storyline closes. The last page of issue fifty six covers okay. that. Um, you know, Doc Ock is saying, "Hey, you know, I'm." He's guilty too. You got to capture Spider-Man, and then uh, 
he tells him, as you mentioned in your summary, Colonel Jameson's like, you need to come with us. And then there's a sniper or something who's like, I can still wing him. And he's like, no, hold your fire. I'll assume responsibility. Mm. And uh, Spider-Man ends up looking at his face and not knowing who he is. And he's sitting on a roof just wondering. And then he doesn't know what's going to go on. So I think we can end our podcast the same way, saying, all I know is I'm someone called Spider-Man and someone with no yesterdays and with no tomorrow. Goodbye, listeners. Bye-bye. That was good. That was really good, James B. I liked, I mean, I liked, my best point today was that Peter needs a new foil and it's going to be Harry. That was, that was excellent. I I congratulated you like four times on that. (laughs) You did. I felt very honored. (laughs) I was like, that's really good. Because it wasn't, I wasn't ready for it. And it was like, that's a great, that's, that's huge. That's so, that's so correct. We need, to, but I didn't ever even consider that we need a new form for him. Well, that's where I—that's what led me to that one too. I'm like, oh, Flash, oh, Flash is a nice done. guy now. So yeah, somebody's got to give Peter a hard time.